Witam from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Poland update from the 31st of January, 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Poland. The government will allocate approximately $400,000 from the national budget to the public media. On Thursday, the 26th, the Upper House of Parliament rejected the corrections to the 2023 budget that were about to delete the state funding of public media due to the $200 million deficit. The two hospitals in the Podlasie region refused to perform an abortion on a 14-year-old girl who got pregnant because she was raped. According to the law, a legal abortion is only permissible if the pregnancy is the result of rape or if it endangers the mother's life. However, the hospitals refused to perform the abortion on the girl and justified it with a conscious clause in the Code of Medical Ethics. The code states that doctors can refuse to perform abortions if this act is against their moral values. Waldemar Kraska, the deputy health minister, said that only doctors can refuse to carry out the abortion, but hospitals cannot refuse the procedure and must make sure that someone else from the medical field will do it. On Thursday, the 25th, President Duda visited Bozenten, the city in the south of the country, to celebrate the anniversary of Poland's uprising against Russia in January 1863. He dedicated his speech to residents of the city who played a major part in the uprising. Moreover, Duda pointed out that the country's major goal was strengthening the army in order to resist any unexpected attacks from Russia. On the same day, the lower house of parliament approved the bill on changes to the electoral law. According to the bill, the local government should arrange a free ride to people who don't have cars in case the polling stations in the city are situated far from the place of people's residence or in case the public transport could not provide a direct connection. Moreover, the local government should take care of people with disabilities and escort them to poll stations and back. The bill also included the regulation to increase the number of polling stations. Speaking of elections, on Friday the 27th, the leader of the opposition civic platform party, Tusk, commented on the governing Law and Justice Party's initiative to change the electoral law right before the elections. He said that the conservative Law and Justice Party wants to influence the results of elections by making sure to put their supporters in every corner of the country. Tusk added that changing electoral law right before the elections is illegal and against the basic principles of democracy. Let's move on to some external affairs news. Arkadiusz Mularczyk, the deputy foreign minister, gave a press conference on Thursday the 26th. Mularczyk revealed the latest developments in the attempt to receive World War II compensation from Germany. He stated that the foreign ministry had created a draft of a document that they would send to the Commissioner for Human Rights of the Council of Europe. He went on to say that 35 lawmakers from various countries had already signed the document and that they expected European Union support on the issue. On Thursday, the 26th, Defense Minister Błaszczyk gave an interview to public broadcaster Polish Radio. He alluded to Germany's latest decision to give away the tanks to Ukraine. Boschek said that, if not for their constant demand, the tanks would have still stayed with Germany. However, he pointed out that the transfer of tanks will take two months, which is an unnecessarily long time. On the same day, Matius Morawiecki, the Prime Minister, visited the government's warehouse in Komorov, the village in the east of Poland. Janez Lenarczyk, the European Union Commissioner for Crisis Management, and Vasil Zvary, Ukraine's ambassador in Poland, accompanied him on his visit. Morawiecki said that Ukraine will mark a year of war with Russia at the end of February. He pointed out that they will continue to support Ukraine in its fight, and they will use the warehouse in Komorov to store military supplies for Ukraine. 
Zbigniew Rao, the foreign minister, condemned the shooting attack in a synagogue in Jerusalem. He claimed that not only was the shooting in such a peaceful place as a synagogue an act of cruelty, but the fact that it occurred on Holocaust Memorial Day demonstrated that Palestinian terrorists are inhumane. On Monday the 30th, Joe Biden announced that he will make a visit to Poland and make a trip to Europe on the anniversary of the Russian-Ukrainian war at the end of February. One of the key reasons for his travel would be the American troops that are currently situated on the country's territory. The troops not only teach Polish military service, but also train Ukrainian soldiers. On the next day, President Duda went to Latvia, where he met with the Polish community. He also discussed the upcoming NATO summit in Lithuania and military assistance for Ukraine. Let's get back to internal affairs for a minute. On Friday the 27th, a gas leak caused the explosion of a clergy house in Katowice, a western city of Poland. The building was a century old, and priests of the Lutheran Church were allowing people in need to temporarily reside there. Later that day, Prime Minister Morawiecki addressed the tragedy and assured victims that the government was taking care of them. Przemysław Czarnek, the Minister of Education and Science, gave away some details on this year's Matura, or the secondary school final exam. He said that they lowered the requirements up to 25% due to the fact that studying during the COVID lockdown was challenging and not as efficient as it is in person. Magdalena Wolenska-Redi, the journalist and correspondent of the Polish news channel TVP, evoked public outrage with her controversial tweet on Saturday the 28th She wrote that Poles sucked up hatred for Russians like mother's milk. She added that it's unfair to condemn all nations for the actions of their president. The authorities of the channel immediately suspended her and said that they would not allow the pro-Russian narrative to stain their reputation since it was against their policies. On Monday the 30th, Prime Minister Morawiecki held a press conference during which he alluded to a recent amendment concerning free speech which reduced the amount that a person who publicly offended another person should pay. Morawiecki said that this amendment has nothing to do with the recent case of Jarosław Kaczynski, the head of the governing party. Kaczynski was obliged to pay $100,000 to Radosław Sikorski, the Minister of Foreign Affairs, for saying that Sikorski would commit a political betrayal against his country. However, Kaczynski would only have to pay $3,000 because he said that he doesn't have the amount the court initially required. In unrelated news, on Sunday the 30th, the Great Orchestra of Christmas Charity reported that they raised about $400 million this year. One of their initiatives was an auction where they sold the personal items of celebrities. The organization will use the collected money to buy medical equipment for treating sepsis, the condition when the body damages its own tissues in response to a bacterial infection. And finally, on Wednesday the 25th, the culture minister Glinsky informed the country that it had received the religious paintings called Mater Dolorosa and Eke Homo that the Nazis stole during World War II. The painting was staying in the Spanish city of Pontevedra before the government claimed its rights to it. Kalinsky said that they were grateful for Spanish authorities who supported the government claim and helped in the resettling process. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way, you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at rorschach.com. Do zobaczenia!